to Further Up and Further In. I'm Amy and I'm here with Michelle. Hey Amy, what are we going to talk about today? We are going to talk about reconciliation. So that's like when people come to the light and recognize that I'm absolutely right all along and they come to me and say, I knew it Michelle and I'm so sorry for all the stupid things I said and did. Yes, exactly that. (laughs) Or maybe not. (laughs) Probably not. Oh, okay. So, isn't it better to sweep things under the rug? Oh, man, so tempting to just pretend that you don't have an issue with someone. Or that you don't know that they have an issue with you. Like, can we just avoid each other? We can. Mm. You know, by the time you're my age, you're just going to be staying home alone all the time. And probably not married and your kids don't want to be with you. So I bet you there's a better solution here. <laughs> it's true. Or not having any really true friendships because yeah. you're faking it it's all true. the time. So you can have lots of busyness, lots of people around you, but just always, you know, the other thing about getting older is now that I know that you can survive this process, I mostly just can't even stand anything swept under the rug, which maybe isn't some people's favorite thing about me. <laughs> But man, it's hard to walk across the room if there's a lot of crap under the rug. Yeah. So where do we start? Man, I think right off the bat, we should just clear up what reconciliation is not. Good point. So often when we're processing forgiveness with people, if people want to go back and listen to our forgiveness podcast, people get a little stuck on some of the steps of forgiveness. Like when I forgive somebody, I release them of obligation to make them anything right with me. There's a release and all of that. And people get kind of stuck there. And that's always when I pipe in with, you know what? We're not talking about reconciliation here. And I think personally, I would recommend always forgiving somebody before you try to step into reconciliation. Oh yeah. You need to clear up your own crap. Yeah. If you're, if there's going to be space to even hear the other person. Yeah. So we recommend this, listen to the forgiveness podcast, listen to this one as many times as you need to Mm -hmm. and uh, share it with all your friends because all humans need forgiveness and reconciliation. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. Reconciliation is not the same as forgiveness, nor is reconciliation the same as trust restored. Good point. It is definitely not. It's a starting place. It's a reset. Whereas the rebuilding of trust is a is a process. Mm -hmm. But it'll happen better when there's reconciliation because we're going to tell our listeners exactly why. Mm -hmm. But first, reconciliation, according to the dictionary, is a restoration of friendly relations. Second definition fascinates me, Amy. It says the action of making one view or belief compatible with another. Mm. So unlike my opening scenario where people come to me and recognize they've just been completely wrong, erroneous, deceived, baloney, and are ready to completely just bow to the rightness and fabulousness of Michelle. Are you getting nauseated yet? (laughs) (laughs) There's this like exchange, a willingness that I would see things from your point of view and that I would be vulnerable with sharing my point of view. Mm -hmm. Not that we would come to agreement, but that we would come to a place of connection. Yeah. And that's exactly, I think, the whole point of reconciliation. It is not about logic, debate, argument, figuring out who's right or wrong. It's seeing the other person's heart and being willing to share your heart and having a heart connection, not a let's get on the same side in the argument. Yeah. So when it comes to doing heart surgery, I mean, literally heart surgery, we want people to be ready to debate who was right and who was wrong. But when it comes to a lot of other scenarios, part of the 
following Jesus to me means a willingness to surrender my right to be right. Mm. Does that make sense to you? My right to be right. Like, unless I have hammered it into you why I think I'm right, and you come to an agreement with me, I can't be okay. Mm -hmm. That's, I don't think that's what God is asking of us at all. Yeah. There's not humility in that. There's not gentleness in that. I can be fully persuaded I'm right and still value connection with you. I can be ready to not let my opinion on a matter, obviously, if it's not heart surgery or life and death, be not as important to me as being a good listener to you, a good friend to you, um, that we would remain connected, though different. And I feel like I have a few relationships where Mm -hmm. there's an awareness of very different opinions on things that we think are significant. And we're still able to be friends because I see the human Mm -hmm. that God created and the value that they bring to my life, even though we have diversity. Yeah. And the reconciliation process is taking a relationship that's been severed, damaged, and restoring it. Okay. Healing it. Have you got a great verse about that, Amy? I do have a great verse. Go figure. Um, in Matthew 5, 23, it talks about, right, Jesus is talking and says, man, if you are presenting a gift on the altar and you remember that someone has something against you, leave it there and go to the person and sort it out. So Jesus is saying, if I get this right, that he values our restoration of relationship with each other over our worship of him, prioritizing. No, I don't know. Because as you say that, I'm like, but worship with worshiping Jesus is like the ultimate. <laughs> but I feel like this is a trick question. <laughs> that man, okay, that the reconciliation of relationships with people is worship. There you go. There you go. Yeah. C. The answer yeah. is C. <laughs> I hope our listeners are enjoying this. We are enjoying it. Yeah, the two aren't separate. No. And he doesn't want us to ignore these fractures. The other thing that really jumps out at me about that passage is that there's really an onus on me. Whoever the me is that's reading the verse, because sometimes I just think it's the other person. If they've got a problem, they better come talk to me. Mm-hmm. But I've recognized this, and I want to say this very carefully. Someone who maybe is a new believer, hasn't had the same journey that I've had, doesn't have the same resources I have, like whatever gracious way we want to word this. But if I recognize they might not have the capacity to make that courageous first step, maybe they don't even know Jesus told them to do it. There's kind of something on me to make space for that. Mm -hmm. And it can be gentle. And then the other person gets to choose. Yeah. Because reconciliation can't actually happen if only one person is in. It's a a two-person thing. It's very, very, very. Forgiveness is unilateral reconciliation is bilateral. It takes Mm -hmm. two parties. Exactly. And so I think exactly what you said is it's up to us, right? Hebrews 12, 14 is like work at living at peace with everyone as far as it is unto you. Okay. You know what I hate about that verse? What? It's the work. (laughs) (laughs) I want it to be easy and breezy and me and Jesus, we got our own thing going here. And it's like, actually, Michelle, you're going to put your big girl panties on. You're going to get down to work. This is not going to be fun. You're going to initiate contact. You are going to follow through with a heart that's prepared, having Mm -hmm. gone through any forgiveness, examining my motives, blah, blah, blah. Work. Yep. And work (laughs) at being alert to what this disconnection has stirred in you. Yeah. Right? Because it's the the severed relationship happened for a reason. Mm -hmm. And even if, say, you feel like, man, it was this person's action. They're the one that... But it still stirs up in such a place for the enemy to come in and bombard with fears, lies, 
And that is even work to untangle that so that when you come to reconciliation, you can actually hear the person instead of having all these lies in between you of like, oh, you don't like me. You like, I, you think I'm stupid. You blah, 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 blah. Arguably, scenarios can happen where you're the quote unquote innocent victim. You didn't do anything, but because of stuff they've going on, they've accused you of stuff, misunderstood, whatever. Even in those scenarios, stuff does get stirred up, Amy. I feel like pride. Yeah. The lie that everybody has to like me. Mm -hmm. Um, The lie that I'm only a good pastor if I make people happy. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot of stuff that if we don't have to get all navel-gazy about it, because that's a verb, Mm -hmm. but we can... Just be like, Holy Spirit, would you show me what's going on inside of me here? Because Mm -hmm. besides the obvious human dislike of conflict, there's a lot of roiling going on. And if we, that opportunity to get our own stuff straight with Jesus is actually so powerful. Regardless Mm -hmm. of how the scenario turns out, we have made space for Jesus and it is actually a win-win situation. Yeah, that's exactly right. So it is worth the work mostly. I haven't died yet Mm -hmm. in any reconciliation scenario. There's probably some key steps that we should cover in. If you're feeling like you should go reconcile with someone or initiate the conversation, kind of what are you looking for when you go do that? Like what the process is? Mm -hmm. Is that what you're thinking? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think um, Nothing Hidden Ministries has a really good process that I think when you lead people through reconciliation and when I've, you know, just done it myself, that I kind of follow that because they really do a good job of laying out what it looks like. And for me, to have steps is helpful so I don't get way off track and get all caught up in the, let me justify my behavior, let me explain, let me present arguments. Mm -hmm. And so the nothing hidden kind of step is if it was me, is first acknowledging what I did that was wrong or what I did that caused you pain. So I might not even have done anything wrong, but something I did caused you pain. Yeah. So I pushed on one of your splinters, and even though I've spent three months saying I didn't do anything wrong, Mm -hmm. because I desire a relationship with you, I'm going to come and say, I'm sorry, when I did this, it seems like maybe it caused you to feel rejected. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's kind of nervy if you've spent three months deciding how right you are. Exactly. And then it's a process of like, this is how I think I made you feel, mm-hmm. right? So you're, you're trying to empathize and put yourself in the other person's shoes. And this is something where as you're doing it, you want to make sure that you're checking in with the person, right? That it's mm-hmm. like, not like you felt this, you felt that, you felt this, because that... Because I know everything you were thinking and feeling by the look on your face. Which really <laughs> probably isn't helping there, right? Like, man, I, I think this is how you felt. And check in with the person. Yeah. So it's like, man, when I said those things to you, Michelle, I I think you maybe felt rejected. Like I was impatient with you that you weren't worthy of my time. Is, Mm. is that accurate? And you know, chances are really good. The other person's going to say, well, actually not quite like that, but like this. Mm. Yeah. And it creates space for that hearing of each other. Mm -hmm. So once I've, once we've worked that out where we feel like we have a good picture of how my actions made you feel, Mm -hmm. Then what's the next step? Um, I think it's good to say, this is how I feel about putting you through that pain. Mm, Yeah. There's something really, really powerful about that. It actually communicates how much you value the other person. And there's something about that exchange of a genuine, man, this has got to be genuine. Because if you're just faking it so someone will get over it, don't go here. Okay, Mm -hmm. just don't even do it. But sincerely, like, I I feel grieved 
that I have made you feel like you were not loved. And I'm so sorry about that. That is actually a healing, a healing step. Yeah. It, it, it acknowledges and honors the other person and establishes value. Yeah. And I think it combats the lie. This person didn't, this person doesn't care about me because if they did, they wouldn't have done the things. Because I wouldn't have done those things if I cared. How often? Oh my goodness. Okay. Confessing to the whole entire internet, the times that I have done this in my marriage that I've said, well, I would never have done that as the very good reason why he shouldn't do or say what he has done. And man, I've been so convicted of what a hideous amount of self-righteousness that is, that I am not you and you are not me. And that we can't ever presume that someone even has the same paradigm system of thinking or understanding of how the deep inner workings of who I am, the little hidden splinters I've never shared Mm -hmm. with anybody, you actually cannot know. So there's a self-righteousness in I would never have done this, that you better do business with Jesus about before you mm-hmm. enter this reconciliation process. There, yeah. bonus rabbit trail. Where are uh, we at, Amy? <laughs> I uh, I was at a conference and, and this couple was going through reconciliation. And man, it was, it was at the point that when the husband said, man, this is how I feel about the pain I've caused you, the devastation he felt that it's like it was actually that moment that something broke. Mm-hmm. Because it was like he by saying that is admitting, right? There's no, no barriers, no nothing admitting I caused you pain and letting himself fully, fully feel the emotions. And for the wife, it was just like those, like the walls of like self-protection of like, he's doing that. He doesn't care. It's all, it's only hurting me. This is all whatever. We're just like crumbled is the only way I can describe it. There's very few people that can resist this level of humility and vulnerability. I have seen it happen. Just be warned. Not everyone will necessarily follow through in magical Disney-like bliss in response to this. But that level of I so truly desire restoration with you that I am willing to be this humble and honest Mm -hmm. and open. It's pretty irresistible. Yeah. And then the next step is just like the the committing to change. Mm -hmm. Because, man, if you actually aren't serious about... I want to restore this connection and do what I can to maintain this connection. Don't even bother doing this. This is just, that's just lip service and just like manipulation. Yeah. On the other hand, don't avoid doing this if you're scared that you can't follow through. Mm, Because there are things that you can do to show your willingness to follow through. I'm thinking of a couple I know where uh, just a lot of devastation in their marriage around porn. And he's just like, I can't even commit to that. I, cause I recognize how weak I am, how much I've failed in this repeatedly. I can't even commit to you. But the wife was like, can you commit to going to a support group? And he's like, well, yeah, I can do that. And she's like, okay, that's all I need. I yeah. recognize, you know, man, in any deep and close relationship, we're going to recognize there is a journey to wholeness. And how much better is it, you know, that feeling that you're standing alongside of me, cheering me on Mm -hmm. in my journey, but not standing there with your gavel ready to smack down if I, you know, revert to something again. Exactly. So it's the commit to change as best you can. Yeah. And and what can you do to support your commitment to change? Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. And then the final step is just the actual, can you please forgive me? Is asking. In light of all this, in light of how I've made you feel, how I feel, what I've committed to all the things, will you forgive me? And that really is a choice on the other person's part. I once had somebody bail at this step. I I still, I could almost cry thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just, she was like, no, I don't think you mean anything you said. And that's crushing. 
And there was actually nothing we could do except honor her freedom and hope, you know, that Jesus will continue to work on that. There was an expression of, I am ready to revisit this conversation the minute you're ready to. To my knowledge, has never happened. Mm-hmm. That other person has a history of safety in sweeping things under the rug. So it was a brave step to enter into, and they bailed. So we, I do want our listeners to be so aware that you can't guarantee an outcome for this. Mm, and if yeah. your idea of going into it is, and then they're going to get it straight with me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go through this, but I just, I'm doing it so that they'll feel obligated to own their stuff. They might not. Yeah. They might even forgive you and never think they've got something to deal with on their end. Yep. Yep. That is so true. And you can sure put it out there, but you can't do it with the intention that you're somehow manipulating an outcome on their part. Because mm-hmm. mm. they will feel manipulated and you will feel frustrated. Yeah. It's a recipe for yuck. So this is really a, a, a desire on your end to be faithful, to commit to doing what God has said. Do, do this. Work at it. Work at it. And it's worth it. I believe with all my heart that stronger relationships come out of these processes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so... If you want to go further up and further in, take a take a good long look at the possibility of putting yourself through this process of reconciliation. We'll put the steps in the notes. And we want you to know that even before we did this today, we were praying that our listeners would be touched by God. And even now as you're listening, I bless you with courage. I bless you with hope that God's heart and desire is for restored relationships. And I bless you to experience the love and the strength of Jesus as you go through this process, as you go further up and further in. Thank you.